0: Good evening, good afternoon, good morning. Welcome to The Truth with Bill. Today marks our first Christmas special, and throughout the world there are many religions celebrating all kinds of festivities. And let us not forget of the Festivus for the rest of us. Whatever you're celebrating, wherever you're celebrating, it's always a time for us to come together. We come together over food, music, maybe a fireplace, It's a time for family and friends to wish each other well, to be in the thoughts of another. A few weeks ago, I had a lucid dream in which a blind, gray-haired woman was staring at me face to face. Her hair was wild and her pupils were shaded white. I quickly awoke and thought, Who was that? What was that? With the vision I was left with, I did some research. It seemed that the woman I saw was the crone, and I have to admit, my first impression was a bit frightful. But as most things that are frightful, it's a lack of understanding. So I did some research, and I soon learned that it was indeed the crone. And with the crone comes the mother and the maiden. The maiden is depicted as a beautiful youth, and the mother is just that with child. The crone has a very different position. The crone is older than the mother, and the word crone seems to give a very negative, definitive sense. The crone can also be seen as a grandmother. And think of a grandmother's role in families. Think how much behind-the-scene action they know, and quite often manipulate. As a child, I thought of my grandparents as being the heads of families. They are the family's elders, and by elder I mean tribal elder. The crone also depicts winter. My first thought is... Am I the crone? Am I in this position in my biological life? Of course someone out there is saying, The crone is a woman, and you're a man. To that I say, try describing the male version of the crone. Is there one? If we examine the grandmother role and compare it to the grandfather role, we will see that they are surely different. And thinking back to both sets of my grandparents, or even on both sides of my family, The grandparents held true to their roles. The winter aspect is interesting because we are indeed headed into winter here. What I found even more interesting was that this particular winter is predicted to be one of the worst. Now I take that with a grain of salt. Uh, If the news people didn't make their stories exciting, no drug makers would be advertising on their commercials, so we'll have to wait and see how this winter progresses. So to flip channels a bit, and, and this being a Christmas special, I am a little hesitant to put this out there, but it's something recent and worth discussing, and it really isn't anything horrible. Uh, a friend of mine uh, posted a post um, in regards to guns and government, and it was a good post, um, and it basically describes how we need to protect ourselves from our government, and and I agree with that. Um But I I grew up in a very gun friendly household. I started out with a BB gun at a young age and after killing my first bird I decided that taking life wasn't for me. I could understand for food, our our grade school was allowed uh, sick days for the kids uh, if they were hunting with their family and all they needed was to show was a a hunting license. And I enjoyed using a bow, I, I tried that out as a kid. Uh, only had targets, and I liked the skill involved. It, it seemed appealing, but it wasn't anything that stuck with me. And I also remember in the beginning of my first high school years, uh, I had to take public transportation. And one of the bus stops, um, and I don't want to say a bad neighborhood. It, it wasn't bad, really. It was just a low-income neighborhood. And for me and how I looked, if you remember the Hansons, I pretty much looked like the smallest Hanson. I had long hair, I weighed about 130 pounds, and I was as white as could be. And I had to wait at this stop for at least 30 minutes, give or take. And at times, police officers would roll by, and they would say, uh, yeah, is everything okay? And i say, yeah, you know, I'm just waiting for the bus. And do you know, every day at that bus stop, I never once felt threatened. Not once did anyone ever approach me in a negative manner. And if anyone said anything to me at all, it was just what's up. In my 38 years of life, not a single time did I ever think a gun would have made this situation better. I never felt safe around guns. I never trusted the people wielding them. I've seen my fair share of idiots, and I've also seen my fair share of accidents. Again, this is not for me. Now, this is all very personal, and it's not to alter anyone's opinions or thoughts on the topic. It's simply my personal perspective. With that, though, I wish everyone felt as safe as I do. And please know that you're all very safe. I've always felt protected by the divine, and every waking and sleeping moment, I pray every day and give thanks for just that. I believe that we're all protected. What I believe does happen is that we ignore those moments, those fractions of a second when something inside us tells us no, or tells us that this might not be a good idea. This feeling of safety is up to us to give to one another. Waiting at that bus stop as a kid, I knew to never provoke anything, but honestly, what was there to provoke anyway? I wasn't at the bus stop because I was from some different station in life. No, I I belonged here and and needed this experience. So some food for thought. We'll play a what-if game for a minute. Suppose I told you, you will live 6,000 biological lives before your soul has progressed. 25 of them, you'll be murdered. 25 of them, someone close to you, will be murdered. 550 left, no more murders. Another 25, and you have an early death, sometime before 25 years old, let's say. Another 55, middle-aged, 1,000 old-age deaths. You're very lucky. 6,000 lives, 6,000 different families, different situations, different times in this biological world. Let us take a moment and try to ponder all of these lives. Think about each potential. Which one are you closest to? Which one do you identify with? Would there be any vast difference in any of these with with the exception of the first and the last? Now say something like, I need a gun to protect my family, to protect myself. And with everything said above, who is your family? Who are you? You see the ego in these words, my life, my family, my wife, my, 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 you own Nothing. We own nothing in this world. It is our illusion, our comfort of safety, uh, financial success that create this sense of ownership. And out of the 6,000, 6,000 lives, out of all of them, which one would be the best kind of life for us to live? One with real value. So nothing we possess or accumulate would be anything of real value because we cannot take it with us. The kind of religious philosophy we're suggesting would be one that is lived for the service of the divine. And by service of the divine, I do not mean a priest or monk, although those those are good lives to live. But you could be a bus driver and still live your life for the service of the divine. And how so? Surely there are bus drivers doing good things for people that they have no reason to do good things for. They do their good for the simple service of the divine. And most times, without ever thinking about it as such, any occupation can offer you the opportunity to help another in any way, shape, or form. And it doesn't even have to be an occupation. It could be absolutely anything that connects you to another biological vehicle. And these kinds of lives, expressing them, sharing them, making people feel comfortable living them themselves, is what diminishes fear. For me, I, I think this is the best way to, to get it out there and for more people to come on board, uh, for more people to gain a, a second sense, maybe think a little bit deeper in, into what they're thinking. And when we examine our word choice and how we use them, as we said above defining things as my, my family, we have to be very careful of these words and how we use them. They create a sense of ownership for us. And and there is no real ownership for them. If, if that seems to fall away or something happens or, or that that changes, which it will because everything changes over time, it's a stab at our ego and it breaks us apart. We pain and suffering ensues. So it's just being very mindful in how we speak and how we think. Uh, and how we feel. Also, the other day, a, <clears throat> a friend of mine, they were talking about pizza and getting a pizza, and my one friend, he loves pepperoni. And I can't eat pepperoni because I have heartburn. <laughs> so I said, uh, I said, oh, we'll get a pizza with pepperoni. I said, oh, well, no pepperoni for me. I don't like it. It gives me heartburn. And another gentleman said, oh, you just take a Prilosec. Well, I'm not going to take a Prilosec. My body's telling me that pepperoni is bad. It's saying you shouldn't be eating pepperoni. I'm not going to take uh, some kind of medical pill so that I can eat this pepperoni that my body's saying no. That's, that's not right at all. My body already said no. I'm not going to force it inside. And, and this is how we should think about things. Our body rejects things for a good reason. I mean, trust it. Uh, we know that there is a biological evolution and our bodies have been evolving for thousands of years. Uh, I think my biological body knows more than my 38-year-old brain knows. And this body's been along, uh, around thousands of years, generations, different people, different lives. It's, you have to listen to it. Um, so that, that was really all today for our Christmas special. I just wanted to say some things, get them out there before the holiday, uh, really remind everyone that, um, you know, it's, it's about family and friends and uh, just just being with each other and, and supporting each other. Um, it, it's a great time to do that. And whether you're celebrating Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, it doesn't matter. Any celebration, bringing people together is a good celebration. Um, one filled with hope and love. Um, So I I wish that for all of you. And uh, please enjoy your holidays. Be safe. Um, I love you all. And have a wonderful day. This has been The Truth with Bill.